0: Yay, yay, You are listening to Freedom Friday. Freedom from what you ask? Hi Ananta, I'm Rahul. I want to help this world. I want freedom from conflict. Hi Ananta, this is Shownat. I want freedom from anger and need for control over things. Hi Ananta, my
1: name is Miriam. I'm calling from Hamburg, Germany and I am looking for freedom
0: from anxiety.
1: Hi Ananta, this is Bipin. I really want to be free of procrastination.
0: Hi Ananta, I'm Amruta and I want freedom from expectations of other people. I wish to be free of the pressure it brings. Hi Ananta, this is Neel. I really want to be free of distractions. Hi, I'm Ananta Om and I'm here to help you navigate through these overwhelming times. 2020 has ushered in the age of questioning normalcy. Real people sharing real stories can be life transforming. Welcome to today's episode. I'm sure some of you have wondered how the journey of this podcast began. There's a part of a poem by Umair Nazmi that explains the very spirit of the work we do and also allows you a glimpse into today's topic. The words of his poem are Nikalaya laya ek pinjre se ek parinda Nikal laya ek pinjre se ek parinda Ab is parinde ke dil se pinjra nikalna hai Things do get lost in translation, but I'm going to do my very best here to share the essence instead of a literal word-to-word translation. It says, I have freed a bird from being imprisoned. Now it's time to remove the feeling of imprisonment from within its heart. There are many perspectives to what true freedom is. Each week in conversation with our guests, we touch upon some of these aspects of freedom to understand ourselves and our journeys better. In this context, today we speak about how to be a true champion. On today's episode, we have with us ex-pro tennis player Namita Bal. Namita is currently the captain of the Indian Junior Fed Cup team. She is also on a journey of self love to fulfill her purpose in this life of creating champions. She celebrates her role as a tennis coach in helping people find their own light. And we're so excited to have who I very fondly call the Buddha Girl with us here today. Hi, Namita. Welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much. Tell us, as a coach, what do you think is fundamental to being a true champion, both in life and sport? Uh,
1: So, first, I'd like to talk about uh, my definition of a champion. Yes. Uh, Of course, it is the person who wins the whole competition. Um, In life, for me, it goes a lot deeper than that. And this is a definition that has adapted over the years. Yes. Uh, As a sports person we're always chasing the next big match, the next big tournament that we win and hoping to find happiness there or, you know, hoping that that will give us what we're looking for. Yes. In life, of course, there's plenty of people who do that, hoping their next job or their next, uh, whether it's fame or success, recognition, they're hoping they'll find that joy there. So for me, a champion is someone who recognizes that they already are that joy and love that they're looking for, and not just that, also uh, brings that joy and love to people, helps them recognize it within themselves. Amazing. So, growing up, I've always coming to why I mean the quality I believe is fundamental. Uh, growing up, I always believed to win, I'd have to be hardworking and disciplined and courageous and. You know adapt to all these situations on court and um, while it's important to imbibe all these things I feel what lies at the core of all these qualities is acceptance and to me that is most fundamental in truly succeeding whether in sport or in life. Um, I also believe that sport is exactly like life. I mean, there's ups and downs and unpredictability and, you know, it, all these pressure situations that really test your personality and where you come from and what you make of it. So, uh, acceptance, yeah, for me is the most fundamental quality.
0: Wonderful. And why would you say it's important?
1: Um, simple. It's a conscious choice that you make to have a peaceful state of mind and since that is what success is to me um, just accepting that it is what it is and it is not what i wish it to be is what brings me that peace um, this i say from experience when i went from being a player to a coach I resisted a lot. I did not consciously choose to accept it as it is. Um, I I cursed myself for what I didn't do, what I could have done, what I should have done, what I could have been. And there was so many, there was so much conflict within me. I didn't accept it until after I started coaching. Um, And it's funny that because life works that way, uh, one of my biggest beliefs, which also developed when this happened, was that everything happens for a reason. I don't know what's best for me, but the universe does. And it's, it's what happened for me. You know, I was um, put in all these situations, all these, what I thought of as losses and um, injuries and everything that made me question everything about myself and my identity and all of it led me to being where I am right now, uh, fulfilling my purpose. So, um, it's only after I started coaching that I realized that I don't have to hold on to this notion that I'm only happy playing tennis um, because I'm a hundred times happier and better at coaching than I ever was playing. once i accepted that once i truly accepted that everything fell into place and again through experience i say that when you're resisting in one area of your life uh, you're blocking things in other areas as well and once you once you let go and accept one in one area everything else falls in place as well because it it becomes a part of you and uh-huh you open yourself up to just flowing. Uh, And that's what happened with me. And that's why it's, for me, acceptance above everything. So even, yeah, and that is something um, I try to teach my students. And while I try to teach them, I also learn it. Because there's so many times when I, you know, I really want them to learn
0: it, but they're not getting it. And then I I realize, okay, you're resisting. (laughs) So... (laughs) That's amazing. And coming back to what is it that brings you greatest joy as a coach? What brings me greatest joy
1: is watching my students win. My definition of winning has adapted over the years. Yeah. So it started with just winning matches, winning matches, tournaments, or simple points or sets in practice. Um, And now it's even little battles that they fight on a daily basis, watching them learn to trust themselves, watching them uh, use that on court in practice. It doesn't have to be a big win, but just watching that and getting through those daily battles uh, just gives me immense joy. And it makes me feel, um, I, I mean, I'm a part of that journey. I, I, I'm I, very involved when when I'm working with somebody. I'm into it and um, so I mean it's as much joy as they feel probably more because I'm still learning to watch them I mean they're still learning to you know trust themselves and uh, still learning to accept themselves fully so I think I feel a much greater joy in their small wins than they do.
0: Sweet how sweet I totally (laughs) and completely resonate with that and uh, would you like to share your journey on self-love? Uh,
1: it's started and been with you. There, is, uh, there has been no self-love without you, Ananta. Um, I heard of you um, a year ago, but clearly I wasn't ready then. <laughs> <laughs> my thoughts and my patterns um, as yeah. I was. A few months ago, and once I was ready, once I made that conscious decision in my mind to just be a better person, um, you came into my life and you have made me unrecognizable to my own self.
0: You uh, are absolutely <laughs> amazing, and I love uh, the updates that you share. and you know when you say you're completely 100 percent immersed with your students. Um, it shows in the way that um, it, that pure joy that you receive from being a part of their journey is so evident in everything that you do and you share. So that's really, truly amazing. And we hope that uh, more coaches and more teachers also recognize how important self-work is because um, as homemakers, as uh, parents, And as teachers and coaches, we have far more responsibility because the impact that we as individuals have on others is so much more. And I'm so grateful for the amazing light and love that you anchor and radiate. You are absolutely brilliant. And I have shared this before I share it again here on the podcast that the first time I saw you, I remember your brilliance and I just had to smile so wide. And it so often happens, you know, Namita, that um, if I was to share something like that on the first day, you would think, You know, this is is a little off because we have become so used to shutting ourselves uh, away from our own light, from our own inner light. And if someone comes and was to tell us about how brilliant we were, we would literally run away in the other direction possibly because we don't want to see that in ourselves. There's a quote by Marianne Williamson. it says, our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is a light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. And uh, often we have to wait to be ready to receive our fullest brightness and to receive our own powerful selves.
1: So I've only anchored it because you helped me recognize it. And I can honestly say, especially in the past, month or two, uh, the more I've learned to love and trust myself, Um, I have these moments where I feel it. I feel my light. I feel my love. I feel my joy. I feel that I am that. I embody that. And I'm so grateful to you for that.
0: Thank you. And that love and gratitude is always mutual, sweetheart. Thank you so much. And tell us, uh, how has that, like, your inner journey impacted your coaching? Do you see a difference?
1: Absolutely. Uh, like I mentioned earlier, when you know I I opened myself up to receiving and just being love, uh, it opened up a lot of other areas in my life. Uh, coaching is one thing which has honestly always been free flowing uh, because I finally found my purpose. I finally found my ground. Yeah. So it's actually free flowing. Things have always come my way when one thing um, is. know getting over another thing comes uh, comes along but finding my own worth has made a difference that has been and my perspective changed so um, you know like two years ago if somebody had said to me uh, you're too thin to be a coach you're too you don't look like a tennis player or or what a coach should look like you're too small you're too nice to be a coach." I tried to change a lot of things about myself. I used um, punishment to keep my players, you know, have them listen to me and things like that. And now, I mean, I've learned acceptance and I'm learning it, but I've learned that not everybody will resonate with me and that's okay. Yeah. Um, that's the biggest thing I've, I've, I'm learning to mold my own coaching philosophies Uh, instead of learning from people and saying I want to be this or I don't want to be this I'm learning to find my own um, my own value my own ways yeah my own voice yeah and uh, so that's that's been incredible for me for my own journey as a coach Um, I'm also learning that there is absolutely no reason to compare myself to other coaches who may be older who may be who may look stronger, who may be bigger, because my power lies within me. It's not in my arms and legs. It's in my brain. It's in my,
0: it's in my heart. And yes. yes, I'm very, very powerful, as a coach. And, uh, and I'm certain that it shows in the way your students also interact and their life gets, you know, because they are so young and they have the rest of their lives ahead of them. So you're helping exactly. them. Yeah, go ahead. Two hours ago, ago, I was
1: having a conversation with my students about, uh, you know, what they feel about themselves when they miss a ball, because that's something I learned from you, you know, learning to figure that out and learning how to actually deal with an emotion that doesn't serve your purpose. Not not to deny it, not to judge yourself for having it, but to actually recognize it and just witness it and know that you're more than this. Yes, uh, it's unless I had found that for myself. There's no way I could have taught my players that. And it's such a huge thing. It's it's the difference between you know letting go of that previous point and just staying uh, caught up in that loop of I missed that ball. I missed that ball for the rest of the match. And just huh? this one small will make a world of
0: difference to their matches and to their personal I'm getting goosebumps. This is so powerful. And, and you know, I can totally picture uh, all those times we've watched matches on TV where, you know, it's that final call and a, a player has been doing really well and has been winning so many sets. And then just because of one mistake, he lets go that entire set. And yes, just yes. that acceptance, everything you just spoke about makes a huge difference. So so Absolutely. Uh, and this is just
1: and I'm so excited to um you know, work on myself more and find more things that that I can actually empathize with with my students because I've been there. I've been in that place where I missed the ball and cursed myself for it and thought I wasn't good enough and thought I, you know, I'm not perfect, and that's not going to, you know, because so I'm going to lose the match because I'm not perfect. Yeah. And I can actually feel them feel that. Yeah. And it makes me so happy to be able to change that because I went through such a miserable time questioning myself. And I don't
0: want any player to ever feel that about themselves. Oh, that's, that's so beautiful and heartwarming. Amazing. Namita, this has been so lovely. Thank you so much. And I'm as so we cool. come, <laughs> as come to the end of uh, today's episode, uh, as a tradition, you may know that we ask our guest speakers, if you were to speak to yourself, uh, your younger self, your twenty-year-old self, what is the advice you would give from where you are at today? Um,
1: honestly, I coach my players exactly like I would have coached myself. I am being what I needed at the time, oh. and this is exactly what this is exactly what I'd say. I would say, learn acceptance, and that I am with you. For as long as you need to
0: learn that. Beautiful. Lovely. Lovely. And what is the one thing you feel most grateful for in the past week? That's easy. You. <sighs> no, really. Everything
1: uh-huh. that I've been grateful for in the past week has, um, has come from you. It was healing my inner child. It was um, my past life regression, which brought tons of um, insight clarity. to me yeah 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 so much clarity uh, right down to something i didn't mention which i'm open to sharing so i will yeah um, so the back the the stabbing that happened yes uh father died and the, all the self blame yeah uh, that's the pain i took on and that's that's my back pain today mm-hmm. and Mm-hmm. the only yeah and all along I've wondered why it hasn't got better when I put so much work into it and I now know that the only way is self-forgiveness self-love and for me it's I mean this is something I've struggled with for the past eight years uh to find that clarity has been life-changing for me
0: wow that's powerful that absolutely an insight that is life transforming and uh, just to give yeah. a context again you know for those who may have missed uh, Namita had this pain back pain for the past eight years and uh, during a very recent past life regression uh, she, she saw where that pain originated and now she knows uh, that the way to cure that pain is self-forgiveness and self-love as she mentioned that's Yes, uh, I would not go into I won't go into the details of what she saw and all of that because you know that's that's her journey, but thank you so much for sharing the rest of your journey with us Namita. this has really been so wonderful and um, um, is there anything you would like to say before we uh, sign off for today? Uh, just what I say every day what I send out
1: every day, and that is thank you from the bottom of my heart every Morning, I send my gratitude out to you and to the universe for bringing you to me.
0: when I needed you. you. I'm ready for you. thank you you. and thank you to all the beautiful listeners who tuned in and are as you can imagine swimming in this ocean of love that Namita and I are in so if you would (laughs) like to come and join us in the chat that continues in the comments on Instagram be sure to do that you can also find uh, Namita on Instagram as coach underscore Namita Bal. we look forward to hearing from you Also, if you're new to the space and would like to listen to more inspiring stories by real life champions like Namita every week, be sure to subscribe to this podcast and our newsletters where I share personal stories every Friday. Head over to www.anantaom.com to stay connected. See you on Instagram and here again at the same time, same place on Yay Yay Yay, it's Freedom Friday with Ananta Om.